Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connections, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. I want to welcome Carol Frank today. She's an holistic and integrative certified wellness practitioner who strives to help her clients awaken, empower, connect, and transmute to create the life they really want. She's also a published co-author to Pathways to Vibrant Health and Well-Being, a number one in Amazon bestseller list, and she's a contributor speaker and educator to Powerful You Women's Network. Her more recent work is the release of I Am Oracle, a beautifully designed oracle card deck that helps you support the inner spiritual journey you embark on. With that said, hello, Carol. How are you doing? Hello, Leticia. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, it's a pleasure. And uh, I mean, probably the audience by now notice that beautiful French accent you have. So I'm already, you know, I'm an admirer of the French language. So I'm already excited. Well, thank you. <laughs> I try to hide the accent, but it doesn't work very well. So. Well, you do a good job, but there's that exotic flair somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm Latin, so the Spanish, we don't have that exotic flair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in any case, Carol, it's really great to have you. We have never spoken before so that the audience knows, but I, you're a good You know, you're, you know, one of my good, good friends that actually was, I think, episode number two on this podcast, Jan Heiss. Yes. And we always talk about people that inspire us. And that's how your name came about. And she say, oh, you, you probably would enjoy talking to Carol. And, uh, and so that's how we got connected. So I'm very happy and thankful for Jan and making the introduction. Same here. She's a very good friend and beautiful person. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so probably she share a little bit with you what the podcast is about, but anything I've read about you is exactly what my podcast wants to be. And it's a help to other people in their spiritual journey, keep connected. And, you know, I've read obviously a little bit about you and we always start with childhood. I know that uh, you had a tough upbringing, changing countries. So I want to let you share with us whatever you want to share from your childhood years. Who were you as a kid? What did you like to do? What did you enjoy as a child? Well, I um, so I'm originally from, uh, from France in a small village. I grew up in a small village. My parents were entrepreneurs. So they had a f um, food businesses, restaurant, catering, and a discotheque. So I grew up in that spirit of entrepreneurship. So uh, it's pretty much ingrained in my brother and, and the f it's all family business. And I ran my, uh, my family business also here. As a child, um, I always wanted to, I, I was always trading. So I was always, um, had my own little businesses also. So I, I used to make uh, 
little bouquets of flowers, pick flowers from the garden, and then I would make my little bouquet and then put it in a little basket and then go sell it door to door. To door. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> or um, I had a baking club or, you know, I always tried to to have something um, to bring um, fun into my, my childhood um, because uh, I think that was part of the a little bit of the escape to what was what else was happening in the in the in the background so um what uh i like to bring in into the 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 fact that you mentioned me so leaving the country that was very impactful because we we were um, pretty affluent and then we lost everything and my parents one day decided to um come here so they left and um I didn't get to go with them at the first time around. So they left the kids behind and then they left. My brother left after that, a few months after that, and I didn't get my visa. So I got stuck <laughs> behind. Oh, wow. <laughs> about, and how old were yeah. you at this stage? Uh, I was 13. So Wow. Um, I think that must have been very, very impactful for sure. Yes. I, uh, I can see in retrospect how my um, self-esteem really, really took a a beating and um, I felt rejected, I felt abandoned, you know, all those good things. (laughs) Well, it's it's probably the toughest time, you know, in one's life is when you're becoming of age and you're learning who you are and then you have such a, such a, uh, an impactful thing as your parents have to leave and you don't know, I'm sure you didn't understand very well all the dynamics. Maybe now you understand why some decisions were made. Sure, sure, but it's uh, it, it it was it was really hard. It was, uh, and I and I can see how how that led to. I I've, I look when you you go back and look at things. I felt like I was more confident as a child, and then that you know moving to to this country, not speaking the language, and and being completely uh, removed from from all the familiarity. That really was, um, you kind of have a loss of identity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're, you only have a brother or there were more of you? No, just one more brother. So your brother went and you stayed behind for how much longer? I was about over a year. Okay. So yeah, that, that imagine stuff. And then you moved to the States. Right. And then how was that getting to know a new country? Uh, well, I watch TV a lot because I, uh, I wanted to pick up the accent. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause when I heard my father speak English, I was like, Oh, I don't want to sound like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did a great job. There's something there, but I can say you did a good job. <laughs> Thank you. And so I, and then I, I went to the French school the first year I arrived here. Um, there's a French school in Bethesda, Maryland. So. I did that for a year. That didn't really work out very well. So then I transferred to American high school and that gave me freedom. The The French system didn't work for me. So mm, That's interesting. But the French system here or there? Uh, the French system overall, even, he, you know, there and here, it's, it's too confined. It was too, um, you have to you don't have as many choices of studies as you do. So when I transferred to American high school, it was really, um, I actually could take courses that I had interest in that I've never had before. So I discovered that I like accounting or I discovered that I, you know, kind of like economics and, and those kind of things. So 
you know, you have the requirements, but yet you could take a few things that, um, that kind of you could play around with. Interesting. Now I'm always fascinated because, you know, I come, my husband is Dutch and my family is Italian. So I'm always thinking about these things for my kids. That's why I ask, oh, let me know what she thinks of. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. So now you're here, you're studying. Are you enjoying the same things as a child or in your younger years, teenager, you change your interests? I'm completely different. I'm I did not have any interest in spirituality or didn't know anything about it. I grew up, um, my Sunday afternoons were dancing at the discotheque and I grew up working. So with my parents, you know, we were always put to work. So we didn't really have a, um, a spiritual background. So that came into, into my life when, uh, by necessity. So let's just put it that way. Okay, no, and that's uh, that's fascinating, and and that's part of what I enjoy doing this because it's almost like a discovery on on how something that uh, that probably you weren't that exposed or wasn't part of your life as a, in your younger years has become really the center of your life of who you are right now. For what I read, yes, exactly. Yes, no, it's a hundred percent. I'm completely involved in that and, and I'm fascinated by it because it's um I've learned to really have an open mind and really be uh, compassionate and tolerant and accepting because it's um everyone has a story and you can't really judge, you know, like they say the cover the the book by this cover because everyone has their traumas and everyone has suffered one way or the other so it's um it's it's really um, I'm inspired to 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 see the the changes in people when I when I do work with them well, that's uh, very powerful so you said you work for your family business you did that for how long I assume that's what you were doing then as you grew up yes yeah, so I I studied business in school so that I could run the business, uh, the family business with my brother and my father. And in 2008, we dissolved the business. So I worked, I worked with my dad, for my dad. I, that's a big difference, not with, for my dad for over 20 some years. So, Wow. I can relate. I've been working for my dad, but I, in my case, I can say with he's very inclusive. Thank God he's been a good boss. Uh, good. But it's something that I cannot relate. We probably can have another podcast. I can invite you and, and just share, compare notes, because this is something that people think it's easier than what it is or harder than what it is, I find. It depends on the family dynamics. So, um, but it's never an easy, straightforward thing working for no. the family or with the family. No, no, you, you. I think you. For us, it's we were very much asked a lot, and uh, it's almost like we were treated as cheap labor. So, to some extent, so it's um, it's a, it's a little bit sad. <laughs> I, I can, I can see, I can see that. So well, and then so dissolving the company, I take it wasn't something that difficult to you, for you to do because when you say, it, I think dissolving the company, oh my god, that would be so hard for us to do. Was that hard for you to do dissolving your <laughs> Parents no, company. no, because my my body was giving up. Um, I at the end of uh, 2008, I couldn't even lift. I, I was wearing braces on on both arms, and um, my body was just exhausted. So we really, my brother and I, looked at each other like, "No, we're not doing this." Um, so 
my father wanted to retire to my, my father's retired Dominican Republic. So we had the possibility of picking up the business, but we, were, we say we were just, just too tired. I mean, you know, sometimes we were carry about a ton a day. So it, it was a lot of weight, a lot of physical labor. I see. Well, and that's, uh, would, would that be the moment where you started your journey or in terms no. of the spiritual <laughs> awakening? What was the catalyst? The callus was my, uh, so I started getting, I, I, so I, I started getting sick and then um, I, I got worse. I got a few things that happened and um, then I chose to separate. So for a couple of years, I tried to repair the marriage, but uh, I, it was either I stay or I, I start digging my grave. So I chose to leave and, and, um. Uh, I asked him to leave. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, really what, what transpired in that is the, the most devastating moment was really the first weekend that my daughter left the house because my daughter, um, having a small business allowed us to have some flexibility. My ex-husband was also uh, an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And so we had the flexibility to take care of our child. So we... Um, I was always there. My parents were not there for us. So I had chosen when I had a child to say, you know, I, I'm having a child and I want to raise her. So I don't want to give her to someone else. So she was my priority. And um, that weekend, I just sat on that couch and I cried for two days. And there was really um, physical pain in my heart that I had never felt before. And um, after the two days, I said, you know what, that's not me. I can't be this. And um, I have to pick myself up. So that's when I started to really rebuild and do the journey. Wow. And how old was your daughter at this time? She was 10. Okay. Yeah, so, that's also a very tender age. So it's not, yes. I can, because I see people when they say, you know, I'm getting divorced and it's after 22 years. And initially I would, I would never understand that. And now as a, I'm, well, I've been married now 12 years almost, and thank God so far, so good. But, you know, now I understand when you have smaller kids, I, I can now see why people would try to stay together, you know, but one way or the other, if, if, if the marriage is not working, it's just, you're delaying something. And, and if your kids are going to, you know, get the, the bad part of the deal by not having, you know, the home they deserve, then I think it's just the, the bravest but most difficult of decisions. So Exactly. I mean, it's uh, one of the things that I always said is I, I really looked at the situation and I said, first, you have to be two to, to be able to repair something. But then I said, um, if I were to stay and choose to stay, which I had done for two years before I made the decision, it's like, what am I, what am I showing? Am I showing her love? This is not love. And I, I, and this is not happiness. So I had to make a change. I it couldn't stay the same way. Wow. That's uh, very brave. And then I guess that uh, what they say out of every bad situation comes something good. It seems that really who you became and you know, this passion that you found in what you're doing, you really, what that was kind of the launching pad. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And I'm happy. I'm happy. I, uh... And so you were, so you say, this is not who I am. I'm going to, I choose to live differently. And, and where were the first things that you saw? So you sold the business, 
you you know you ended your marriage so how do you one pick everything up and what was the driving force and what, what where did you start what was the first building block so what's what was interesting is um i divorced at the same age that my mother and my grandmother divorced mm -hmm. so i started noticing certain patterns and one of the things that i said is this stops with me And and I want I really wanted to. There were a lot of similarities in in everything that we went through, and and really I wanted something different for my daughter. So I I said I'm not only working for me, but I'm I'm doing this for her because I want her to experience something different. So it has to stop with me. And so well, so then what you? I'm just curious. This is very brave what you did. So you started digging into. Um, spirituality because of a course you have taken, a book you have read? Well, the so I found myself alone and um, no longer had, so I have no family here except my brother and um, we were, there's still distance between us. So I, I couldn't really have support and uh, I really felt alone. So I started talking to angels. And I used uh, the Archangel Michael Oracle to help me go th get through the day. And uh, so I would pull one or two cards and I started meditating and um, so that I would, I would have the strength to, because I didn't want my daughter to see the ugly side of things. Mm -hmm. So I really needed to, um, and I, f I find myself to be very strong and resilient. So she only saw me really once cry my heart out uh, but otherwise I would always be strong enough to um, to be the mom to be to be there for her so so it was really about first I I, I did a course on self-esteem because that was to me that was like the number one priority that I needed to do was to really um, like look at that and, and kind of see where I needed to go with that. That's very powerful. I'm taking everything that you're saying and it's, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I have to keep interviewing her, but I'm like almost reflecting myself into everything you're saying. And uh, I'm sure everybody out there, because as you say, everybody has a story. Everybody has had a, a tough moment where uh, we have done things and, 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 you know, that maybe at that point uh, seem a little strange, but then this has really enabled you to go to the next level and, and know who you are and, and help a lot of people for what I see in their about section. And I'm going to put all your information. But I mean, when I was reading about the, the courses you've done, you, you are a certified advanced channeling. Yes. Uh -huh. Certified intuitive and quantum life coach, certified dream building coach. This is my favorite. This is awesome. You know, I was reading this and say, wow, this existed. And I'm sure like me, people don't know this existed. And I 100% believe that the value you give every client that you have, it's, uh, you know, it's invaluable. Um, so just the fact that to create awareness that these things, these certifications exist, mm -hmm. I, f I feel great about it. Good. Well, the, you know, it's, it's, I always, I always say, my motto is I always say I'm my best client because everything that I've done was really for me to become 
better, you know, be understand myself better, get to know me and and get to know my triggers and get to be um, see what I completely because I grew up pretty controlled. My father was very controlling and, and you were, you know, you did what you were told to do. And, and that was there was no discussion. There was this and that. So so I really um, the, the biggest and the first dis- really decision that I made was my divorce at age 42. So, you know, it took me a lot of a lot of long time to grow up. <laughs> yeah. And um, and that took that, that took a lot of courage to also, you know, I was trying to find my way and whatever re- was resonating. Then um, then I just started doing all these things. Some things I didn't like, something I liked. So I just pursued that. Some things I felt like, oh, you know, something's missing there. Um, I need to add this to that. So, and then that's why now it's more of um uh, an integrative because I can, I, I feel like I have um, a Mary Poppins with my little bag of, of tricks because I, I have all these tools and I'm also have the intuition that I can, I can tap into the energy of the person and then, and then spirit will also give me messages. So, you know, it's, it's really, uh, it's a beautiful combination of everything i mean i i love what i do right and i love i I, that's what i'm saying this is exactly i want everybody listening to this you know i already have you know my this podcast i started as a not as a joke but as something i didn't expect a lot from and i already have people talking to me about changing their career completely just because they heard the episode such and such and they tell me about the episode that inspired them to do something like that so, That's wonderful. so the fact that you're here telling your story gets me excited because I know there's people out there that hesitate. And I'm sure what I want to ask also is, I'm sure there were people that say you're crazy. Would the people looking at you like you were crazy about what you were trying to do? Uh, so, <laughs> so when, um, when I was divorcing, I ended up for about 10 days, I was trying to sell a house, the, the, the home house, and then I was trying to buy another house. And the, the, the night of the move, uh, I had everything on my truck, in the trucks, and I'd got a call that my financing to buy the house was not um, happening. So I, they asked me, you know, where are you going to, where, where do we deliver the furniture? And I said, well, I don't know. So for about 10 days, I... I didn't have a home, so I stayed with this friend who ended up um, getting got sick, and she, uh, she went back to church, and and then she started talking and and kind of insulting me in some ways in in terms of who I thought I was because of the work that I was doing. So there was an interesting conversation, and I said, um, so I just picked up my bags and I left because. We we don't need to be judged for it's what's worked for me. I'm not trying to force anything on anyone. I'm just doing this for me and understanding me and connecting. So so you are you know you have your opinion and it's okay. But I just felt um, that I didn't need to hear that anymore. You know, I, di- I didn't want to hear this kind of thing. So I just, you know, packed up my bags and left. <laughs> mm. no, and that's why I asked, because, you know, I, I've had so in, in different times of my life, people like uh, either not believing on something I'm doing or saying I'm crazy or something like that. And 
And I realized not too long ago, I say, you know what? I like to kind of make the impossible possible. It's mm. like I get a, a, a kick out of, you know, I wouldn't say proving people wrong, but proving the fact that it's possible. Sure. And that sure. if you don't open yourself to the possibility, then you 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 only know that it's not going to happen because it's like you don't win the lottery ticket if you don't buy the ticket. You don't win the exactly. lottery without sure. buying the ticket. So <laughs> right. so I always ask about and and if, to me personally, it's very empowering when I hear stories like yours that uh, you know you choose a path that is making you happy. Uh, you you kind of. Uh, really reset your life, as you say, somewhere in your webpage, I think you you say or you pose the question, do you want to keep replaying your story or do you want to reset and create the life you truly want? Right. So so this was interesting because I had a um, spirit give me this image of a, a old tape recorder and then it showed me the button replay or reset. So that's how that came about. That phrase came about is is really I, I was given the image of of the to old tip tip recorder. <laughs> mm, well, it's very powerful because uh, mm. I, those are the things I kept. You know, there's I mean, your whole webpage, and I'm gonna share it on the show notes. is very interested, and and so there's two things. I know you're a busy person, but I, I'm I'm sure that everybody's enjoying this as much as I am. Um, so if you if anybody that's listening to us, it's kind of intrigued by what you're saying, and you know, energy healer. I interview another. I probably that's how the conversation came with Jan when I told her. You know, I I interview. Uh, Zach Luce, I don't know if you're familiar with his work, but he's, no. I interviewed him and I was very impressed by him. And the whole experience was very, very interesting. And so she said, oh, I know someone, you know, that, that that's, it's like that. And that's how we got talking about you and, okay. and that whole energy healing and this approach, you know, to, to resetting our beliefs and the labels and, and all these things that we grow with that really become a limitation to ourselves. Sure, and and that I, I was I was really a product of that, and uh, that's why as an entrepreneur, when uh, I always made my daughter priority. So when she left for college at the June of two thousand seventeen, then I said, okay, now it's time for me to concentrate on the business. So what can I do? And and I ask, and it was interesting because I get the message, okay, use your assets. So I thought. Well, I went, okay, physical assets. Okay, so I could use the house to do meetups or whatever. But it was more about look at your your intangible assets in terms of it's not the physical assets, but it's the your knowledge, your skills. And and it's been the entrepreneur. I, I grew up that. I My grandparents were entrepreneurs. My parents were entrepreneurs. My brother's entrepreneur. My ex-husband was entrepreneur. So it's kind of like I, I, I breathe that. So... So I say, okay, let me, and then I, I did this spiritual work, which was to really, I love, you know, doing the the old belief system, re, really dismantling and, and reprogramming because uh, a lot of it is where the, the you have to shift on a cellular level. It just the, uh, the mental is not enough. So, so I decided to, to really create that entrepreneurial program for, uh, for that. So we have, you know, 12 modules and we even ended up adding another module on money and finances. So we have three modules on money and finances because that seems like to be the biggest block also. Yeah, and so, uh, absolutely. I, I totally see that house becoming more and more something with, uh, you know, in this trend of people that help each other. Um, 
liberate or, or release these uh, these blocks, right? So mm-hmm. so if anybody listening is like, oh my God, I like Carol, they go on your webpage. How do you work with them? You have like a discovery session. How can someone get started in energy healing sessions? So usually I, I have like a brief conversation and um, then I it's really about, even though you want to work on something on a mental level, your your body is the is the driver so i would connect energy wise and i work with your body i don't i don't work with your your thoughts or your mental let's mm-hmm. say and uh, because sometimes in order to go to what you need to be addressing what you would want to address right now there's other things that need to be cleared out first so i, I always feel like an emotional release is kind of like the the broom, it's like you're sweeping off a little bit, so you're making room. So for me, that was very valuable to do that when I was a lot of st- under a lot of stress during my separation. So I was, I would be working on me and I would be working on my daughter because I wanted us to be able to, it's almost like it gave me a, a place to breathe. And then from that, um, depending what is your goal, then we can, um, I mean, we do usually do have a conversation and then I can see what I can fit as to what would be best. So sometimes we go to the body health assessment because then we can see, you know, do you have, um, we, we could work with the energies or the emotion, but we can also work with the nutritional. And um, so it's it's really Again, it's your body let, letting me as to where I need to go. So yeah. it's it's fascinating. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense, you know. And I ask because I know I've been, you know, exposed to this maybe more than other people, but I had never really engaged. But I know when I talk to other people, it's like, how do you do this? And I think some are intimidating just by, how am I going to go to an energy healer? You know, it's like, it's the same labels that we have that we see that this is a big deal and it's really not. It's you, you just try to discover yourself and understand yourself better. Mm-hmm, exactly. And and I don't necessarily need to be with the client. So you, most of my sessions are remote. So it's um, we only agree on the day of the session. And then I do the work, you carry on your day, and then I send you a, a summary. And then from that, we have a discussion. If you're, It's interesting with men, they don't really want to talk about what happened. But with women, we usually have a further discussion. <laughs> so, I'm, so, not, but, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but it's, and it's okay, you know, but some, I mean, some want to share and some want to understand a little bit more. So, but it's... Um, it's and then from that we can figure out okay uh, you know it could be it, someone could just have one session I, I've had testimonial where I, I worked with a with a colleague who asked me to work you know he referred me to some of his clients he's a, tra- a fitness trainer and uh, he's like you know this person could use that so they you know he sent me the client and. And then he, I just did one session with a person and he's like, you know, he tells me, he says, oh, she changed her whole life. You know, she did what she needed to do. He knew he, she was stuck, but he's like, you know, he, he's, he only sees certain things. So after that, um, he, uh, he told me, he said, you know, she just changed her life and she's happy and she's, she's, she's good. So it could only take one session. Sometimes it depends how, how, how deep you want to go also, because, um, 
it's it's um it depends on your on 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 your goal of what you, what you're trying to achieve and and I think it's also on the on the amount of trauma that you've you've experienced or suffering that you've experienced so I see well very very interesting so in is there anything else that you're like right now you say I'm joyful I'm happy is there anything that you have I always like to ask about bucket list or things that you say well, you know, when in a few years I'd like to do this or I have this dream and maybe one day I try it or you feel that you you are where you want to be. I'm living day by day and I I follow the guidance. So if I'm called to go somewhere, then I go. If I'm called to stay here, then I'm staying here. So I'm just open to whatever comes next. Um, I don't really necessarily have a bucket list other than I would love one time to to go to Fiji. You know, why not? Mm-hmm, of course. <laughs> um, I mean, I you know, my travels is because I have family and friends. I, I have to travel there. So so I, I go uh, I go there. So it's really the, um, I don't really have a bucket list now. Well, I think what they say that uh, if we have expectations or things that we want and then we don't fulfill them, that's where you fall short. So probably it's a good technique. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you have to first take care of yourself, I think. And and for me, the, the most important thing is always be at peace with myself. So learning to stay centered and learning to to always stay you know life is going to happen but how how am I reacting to things is is I wanted peace I lived you know I grew up in chaos and and hectic environment and and yelling environment so for me it's um I don't need silence but I need peace uh, because that's that's where I'm I'm good interesting I love that by the way I don't need silence but I need peace interesting <laughs> I love those kind of things. No, because, you know, I'm a very social person and sometimes people confuse the fact that I'm social, that I don't enjoy being with myself and I enjoy being by myself tremendously (laughs) because, you know, I've traveled alone. I don't have a problem eating at a restaurant alone and I enjoy it. But, you know, I also enjoy being with a friend, just chit-chatting. And so you can be one thing and be another thing. They're not exclusive. So I take this that you just say as one of those where you say, I don't need silence, but I need peace. Yes. That's uh, something I'm going to take with me. Lastly, I want to talk about your Oracle cards because yes. you your latest work is fantastic. And when we were planning this, I wanted to have it. And you created these beautifully designed cards that I'm assuming you designed. Yes, mm-hmm. I did everything, and uh, I did have th- about three pairs of eyes to kind of look it over, but we still missed a few typos, so I apologize for that. <laughs> no, that's okay. I think, you know, you don't even see the typos when you see something like this work of, of art, and uh, they make a great holiday gift, by the way. So I'll have uh, the the link in the in the show notes. And they basically they're designed, I just wanted to take me to a little exercise. So we also tell the audience and prompt them to, to, to show. But basically the exercise is to take one card mm-hmm. whenever you feel like it, right? Yeah, so so ideally, I, the my intention to is really to, for creating this oracle was to, it's it's almost like my journey in the cards mm-hmm. to some extent. I mean, there's a there's more 
upcoming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's another oracle on the way, so okay. uh, a little bit deeper. But um, I thought, you know, you have to ask questions. I had to, with my introspection, I asked myself a lot of questions. And and to me, that's where the gem is, because that's then once it's out of on the surface, then you can actually address it. And and then from addressing it, then you can create choices. So it's really that intention. So the the I am is uh, when you pick that card. Ideally, I would want to for you to spend maybe fifteen minutes. If if you can spend a little bit more, yeah, that would be wonderful. And and then just sit with that card. And then you can also connect it with the image because the image, I, I kind of work backwards. I let, uh, even with the aromatherapy that I create, I create the intention and then the, uh, and then the, you know, the oil and the, the gemstones, I, I ask which one would support the intention. And it's the same with the, the card. I kind of let the image tell me what it wanted to become. And then from that, the word came, and then from that, the statement came, and then the question came, so. No, it's, it's beautiful, and, uh, you know, it really has helped, and I don't know if that's why I say, I don't know if we're supposed to use it that way, but me and my husband always at night, you know, we reflect upon the day, so lately I've been saying, pick one. <laughs> okay. So he picks one, and I pick the other, and we just, you know, helps you also get talking. Yes, exactly. That's that's really a conversation piece. Yeah, yes. it's a conversation piece and also bonds you and you kind of get to see also um, what the other person is thinking or what has been bothering them or maybe something that you miss through the hectiness of every day. Exactly. And it, I think it's also helping show the most, um, the more vulnerable side of ourselves, which is a beautiful side to show because oftentimes we're afraid to be vulnerable. Um, but that's where also you have, I, I don't have the, the right word, but you, that's where you would, um, you have to come from because the vulnerability is actually a strength. It's not a weakness um, to me. That's, that's where the beauty is of you. The beauty of your heart is there. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, I definitely have enjoyed my Oracle cards so far. I haven't had them for so long, so I'm still exploring them. But uh, definitely, and I love that the holiday season is coming because I, I personally always feel a little bit more introspective during the holidays. Mm -hmm. So definitely will prompt anybody listening to this. If you want to give something cute to yourself, something that will help you in this journey, um, you should check it out. And Carol, I mean, you've been fantastic. I, I really want to thank you to making the time because I know you're very busy, but this conversation is leaving me with a, a lot of nuggets of wisdom. And I know I will hear people telling me about this episode in particular. Well, I'm much, much appreciative of the opportunity to, um, to, to, to share. And um, we, we learn by sharing, I think. So, you know, my story is not different. It's just a different picture from from someone else's but um trying to the introspection gave me a little bit of a lot of wisdom to um for me to inspire others i hope so well That's, you have inspired me so i thank you for that thank you thank and, you very much and all the best thank you so much thank you have a lovely day you too bye and until the next time <laughs>